Hello and welcome to Life's a Beach, a beach volleyball podcast. I'm your host, Alexia Inman, bringing you news and information from the world of beach volleyball and beyond. Well, you guys, life is a real son of a beach these days, huh? I mean, in this climate that we're living in, it's really hard to escape the mentality kind of that the world is like punishing us, especially those of us who are normally living, breathing, and dying by sports. I can't really speak for all sports fans, and I don't want to because that is an extremely arduous task to enlist on. But I know in my household, it's really unnatural and also kind of disconcerting to a point to not flip on the TV nightly to just whatever in-season sports game is on. And I mean, as excellent and entertaining as it is watching all of the old NBA playoff replays on ESPN and tuning in on Sundays to watch The Last Dance, which has exceeded all expectations, I dare say, it's becoming a bit tormentious to keep following this path of watching all this old footage. And I'm saying tormentious because while we can still watch old highlights, it's very different not being able to see them live. I mean, especially right now, like, what is it? It's the middle of May. So it would be about month two, almost month three of baseball season. Usually ESPN would be littered with crazy home run highlights, but there's none of that. I mean, it should be it should be right at the best point of the NBA playoffs right now. And that's certainly not happening. I mean, there's we don't get to see playoff LeBron. Like, what? There's no Giannis breaking the rims. That's just, that's honestly tragic to a certain extent. And I mean, I mean, I th- I'm thinking about it now and I'm trying to think, what's the most exciting live sporting event I've watched recently? And the sad truth is that I think it was the NFL schedule release from a few weeks ago. Like the fact that that is the most exciting live sporting event I've seen take place just blows my mind. For me, being born and raised in Los Angeles and on Los Angeles sports teams, I am sympathizing so deeply right now with those who have nothing but love for their hometown teams and watching their respective athletes do what they love to do, especially as an Angelino sports fan with arguably the most sports stars in the world living in it right now. Don't fact check that. Just take my word for it. It's um, it's hard to sit back and not see our city's iconic and universally acknowledged sports brands thrive like they normally do. It's no secret that Los Angeles is home to some of the most iconic sports teams, memories, and legacies. When you think of LA sports, great moments come to mind, like Gibson's ninth inning home run, the legendary Kobe to Shaq alley-oop, or the hundreds of combined NCAA championships. You think of the great legends of Los Angeles, Kobe Bryant, Landon Donovan, Mike Trout, Magic Johnson, Wayne Gretzky, and now newer stars like LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. But how often do you think of names like Sinjin Smith or April Ross? How about Eric Fanoimoana and Holly McPeak? Misty May Trainer and Phil Dahlhauser? Maybe those last two ring some kind of bell for you, but you just can't really place from where. Well, I'm here to educate you, close and endearing listeners, as to why those names should be household names, just as much as Brian and Trout. And why now, more than ever, is the time to learn about one of the world's most entertaining sports to watch, beach volleyball. Beach volleyball is hands down one of the fastest growing sports worldwide. While many like to consider it a once every four years sport, its popularity is starting to beg to differ. 
Ever since its integration about five years ago, beach volleyball has become the fastest growing sport in the history of the NCAA. So why is it becoming so popular to play? Well, like tennis, swimming, and golf, it's one of the few lifetime sports that brings benefits to its participants no matter what age they're playing at. And there's no question that the epicenter of this sport is in the heart of Los Angeles. The start of the game actually came to be in Southern California almost 100 years ago. Okay, well, if we're being honest, there were whisperings of some six versus six games occurring on Waikiki in 1915. But we're just going to chalk those up to old wives' tales. (laughs) Seven years later, Santa Monica Beach Club was founded. And within the next few years, five more clubs were founded donning SoCal as the originator of the game. Beach was able to gain so much popularity during this time because in order to achieve maximum enjoyment from the game, there were only a few priceless things that you needed. A net, a ball, some sand, a bathing suit, and a good group of people to play with. In the midst of the depression of the 20s, the new sport became an inexpensive escape from the difficulties of day-to-day life. Thanks to a group of nudist tanners on the beaches of France, and you thought what we play in today was provocative, the sport started to gain traction worldwide for the first time, and organized games started to take place. In the start of the 50s, beach mania began to explode throughout the world. The connection of the sport alongside the entertainment factor, the sex appeal, and the rising market helped formulate the first series of tournaments and the first winners were crowned. And their prize was a six-pack of Pepsi. Score! (laughs) This idea of beach mania only escalated as the sport progressed throughout the 60s and 70s. The sport soon came into its iconic reputation of being one giant party. Sponsors started funding tournaments and players traded Pepsi prizes for larger sums of money as crowd attendance began to soar. In this 20-year period, beach volleyball had become part of the California lifestyle, much like surfing. And while the rise of the sport up to this point had been focused mainly on the recreational side, this changed as the first professionals started to hit the sand with the formation of what is now the most well-known American Beach Volleyball League, the AVP. Originally formed as a players' union, the AVP expanded into running its own tournament tour, and by 1993, they built a tour with 10 stops, $3.7 million in prize money, and had games broadcasted on NBC Networks. More and more international players started to come to the AVP looking to play, leading to the birth of the FIVB, a platform which now allowed players from around the world to competitively test their skills against one another. This led to the introduction of the sport into the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games, changing the popularity of it forever. For the first time, our little beach party was being broadcasted to the globe. People, whether they lived by the beach or not, were able to take part in the special energy that comes with the game. This rise in popularity continued throughout the Olympics to follow, peaking in 2012, where tickets for beach volleyball events were among the most popular and became one of the most loved Olympic disciplines. This excitement helped pave the way for the successful addition of beach volleyball into the world of college athletics. To date, there are over 70 schools that have NCAA-compliant teams, with 47 of these programs having funding for scholarships. Players compete in a short but highly competitive four-month season that culminates in an eight-team NCAA championship held in Gulf Shores, Alabama, each May. 
So there's your long story short on the rise to glory that beach volleyball has traveled on. As you can probably gather from that spiel, beach volleyball is unlike any other sport. If you found yourself as a spectator at an AVP, FIVB, or even a collegiate match, I can guarantee you would be blown away by the atmosphere that the game creates. I've been playing since I was 11, but sometimes even to this day, I just have to let myself pause in the middle of the tournaments just to acknowledge how special the environment is. The mix of the laid-back beach lifestyle, beach party, and competitive energy that exudes from all corners of these events makes it truly unmatched to any other sporting event I've ever attended or participated in. As a fan, I couldn't imagine a sport that's more exciting to experience. Watching a pair play together is what I have always said is like watching a great dance. The partners just know each other's every step by heart and move in a synchronicity that is appalling. Mix that with the laid back beach vibes and you've got yourself the most athletic beach party known to man. But alas, I know, because I am one, that sports fans can be rather close-minded. And I'm not trying to say that in a negative way, because in this context, I don't see it being that. Once you find your team, or your sport as a sports fan, there's no reason for you to stray away. Actually, you get chastised if you do. (coughs) Fairweather fans. In a world where commitment and dedication to your team is heralded, I get why people are close-minded to trying out a different sport especially if it's one as foreign as beach volleyball often is to people. But when it comes to beach, I think we could all be a little more open-minded. The most entertaining sports to watch are those that are built on great characters. There's a reason why, despite having their faces literally covered during the entirety of the game, football is statistically America's favorite sport to watch. The league is built around nothing but characters. These guys have to work that much harder to build specific brands for themselves that will make them stand out because the audience can't connect with them in the personal manner like, let's say, an NBA player can. Whether that brand be based around their incredible skill set or based around their incredible ability to speak without thinking, people get excited to watch them play because they want to see what these characters do next. And Beach has no lack of characters. Paychecks for beach volleyball players aren't quite as luxurious or abundant as those of other professional sports leagues, so a big source of income comes from sponsorships that the athletes develop. And there's nothing more attractive to a potential sponsor than someone with a big character and enticing brand. And this is no secret to beach volleyball players. Everyone who plays on the tours has their own flair and style that makes them unique and attractive to sponsors, and it brings such an eclectic energy to the sport, you can't help but get sucked in. To make it even more exciting, the sport of beach volleyball is extremely personal between the fans and the players, so you get to interact with these characters in a way that isn't possible with any other sport. Heckling and heated word exchanges between fans and players are not only frequent, but highly encouraged in our sport, and what make the experience so unique for both players and fans. If you don't believe that there's a close bond between players and fans, do yourself a favor and Google Casey Patterson's celebration post-MBO victory in 2016. That is not the exception. That, my friends, is the norm. So to those of you who are, like me, missing sports so much it hurts your heart a bit, do yourself a favor and stop watching the replays of the first round of the Eastern Conference Finals from six years ago. Go on to YouTube or Amazon Video and watch some beach volleyball. 
I promise you, after watching just a few minutes of a match, the magnetic energy of the sport is going to have you hooked. And who knows? Maybe next time you go to shoot a piece of trash into the garbage, you might just try serving it in instead.